They happen all of the time. They happen all the time throughout the pages of Scripture. Sometimes they're very obvious and they're very dramatic. And other times they're very quiet and I think they can go completely unnoticed. This morning what I'm talking about is I'm talking about seasons of service coming to an end. These moments in, in, in life when crucial assignments that have been taken on by men and women of faith, when those crucial assignments actually come to an end. Those types of, of, of endings, season endings, happen all throughout Scripture. You see it in the life of Moses, right? Here's Moses. He has dedicated some 40-plus years to the purpose, to the calling, to the assignment of taking God's people out of captivity into the promised land. But as we find him in Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6 or so, as we find him there preparing to, to, to send off the people into the promised land without him, as we hear him say to them, be strong and be courageous and do not be afraid or terrified of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. As he says those words and as the people leave and they, they cross over into the promised land, you see Moses' season of service comes to an end. But we also see that in other ways. We see that in the life of Deborah. Here's Deborah, this prophetess, this judge of God, one who has accepted this calling to be in this role of responsibility and accountability to God for his people. And then this moment comes in which she says to Barak, in view of the enemies of God's people, she says to Barak in Judges chapter 4, she says, Go, this is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. And as she says those words, and as Barak goes, and he does what she has commanded him to do, in the biblical context, this is the last moment. This is the ending of Deborah's season as a judge. Then as you see Elijah, and he's standing on the bank of the Jordan, and you're watching him there, and as you're seeing him there in 2 Kings chapter 2, all of a sudden this, this fire, these fiery chariots with fiery horses appear, and they descend, and like in a whirlwind, uh, uh, Elijah is caught up. And he's taken into heaven. And in this very, very dramatic way, we see his season of service come to an end. And then in the New Testament, we, we're familiar with Paul. And we know that he accepted this calling to be the ambassador of God, taking the message of Jesus Christ to the world. And he does this year after year and situation after situation. But as he writes to Timothy and, and, and he says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4, as he says to him, listen, I, I'm already being poured out like a drift, drink offering. 
and the time has come for my departure. And I, I, I want to tell you, I've fought the, the fight, the good fight. And, and I have finished the race. And I have kept the faith. As he's saying those words to Timothy, he's revealing to Timothy, Timothy, my season of service is coming to an end. But of course, the greatest example is our Jesus, right? That Jesus accepted this, this purpose of God, being the Son of God, to come to this earth, to come into our world for a season, to be the Lamb of God, the Redeemer of the world. And, and we see Him walking through life, and then finally, hanging upon the cross. And it's there on the cross, you remember those words? It is finished. And with those words, this season of Jesus to serve his Father upon the earth comes to an end. All of these, all of these seasons by Moses and by Deborah and Elijah and Paul, all of these seasons are crucial and vital seasons of service. And the thing is, is that whether they were long or whether they were short, eventually they all came to what I consider to be natural and God-purposed ends. Every one of them, no matter how great and how grandiose or how simple, they all come to these endings. But here's what I want us to really catch as we let that sink in. And that is, is that as each of these seasons of service come to an end, what we find is that it brings about new seasons of service. A message this morning that fits into our series about endings bringing new beginnings. This is part of, of, of the cycle of service for faithful men and women from all times. You see, this, this beginning, as these seasons of service come to an end, out of them we begin, as we look in Scripture, to see new seasons of service arise. As Moses, as his season ends, what we see is Joshua then coming along, and he's now going to carry on and lead God's people into the promised land. And as Deborah ends her season of service, what we will see is the judge Gideon who will rise up out of a wine press and his season to do the will and fulfill the assignment of God will begin. And then as you see Elijah being caught up in this fiery chariot and he disappears from the sky. And the moment he disappears, what happens immediately is Elisha reaches down and picks up his cloak, picks up his mantle. And now his new season of being the prophet of God will begin. And even as Paul says, I'm being poured out like a drink offering, and he says, I, I, I'm essentially, my time, my season has come to an end, Timothy, what we know then is that Timothy himself will be the one from this day forward to preach the word in season and out of season. And we know and we see that as Jesus ends, his season of promoting and bringing into being the very kingdom of God after it ends. 
It is his apostles who will rise up in kingdom service and their season of service will begin. Here's a point that I want you to to grasp right here at this stage of our lesson. Because critical seasons of service do come to an end, and because God's work never, never finishes on this world, in this world, new seasons of service by men and by women must, they must begin. This is the way that God has purposed it. And this is the way that it has worked in the economy of God from the very beginning. And that hasn't changed for us today. As seasons of service come to an end, new seasons of service must begin. I look here even at sunset and and, and follow me here. As I look around and I see some of your faces and I think about what's going on here at sunset, I realize, and you should realize too, that there are many seasons of service that are coming to an end. And we we talked this we talked about this in preaching team. They wanted me to make sure that I I didn't trick you here. This is not one of those service where I, sermons where I say, oh, and by the way, we're here to announce this morning that that Bill's finished. That Bill's no longer going to be adult Ed, and he's not going to be on the part of preaching team, and he's just going to go off to pasture somewhere. Well, that's not this sermon. That's coming next week. But this is really just a sermon here, a message to acknowledge the fact that these normal life cycles and the natural turn of events according to the purpose of God will always bring about endings of seasons. Seasons in which people have undertaken these assignments from God. Seasons in which people purpose themselves in special ways to serve. Listen, there are some seasons of service coming to an end here at sunset. Amazing women. Amazing women who have taught our children in Bible classes year after year. Some of them are seeing their seasons coming to an end. There are well-studied men who have been studying and preparing themselves and teaching our adult Bible classes for years after years after years. But I'm here to tell you this morning that some of those men are watching their seasons of service come to an end. They're seeing themselves moving out of those roles. And there are those who are faithful deacons and ministry leaders and dedicated workers and servants to the kingdom who with their very own have been carrying on and lifting up the the multitude of ministries that go on in this congregation day after day and week after week and year after year, but they're not going to do it forever. Their seasons will come to an end. They will let go of those loads at some point. And then we who are your preachers here, sincere preachers who have stood in this pulpit and different pulpits in in this building, Sunday mornings and Sunday nights, preaching the word, the day will come in which we will step down these steps and we will not ascend again. 
to preach the word. Our season of service will come to an end. And as I look out and I see our shepherds, and I see all the years that they've been devoted to this church, to leading, to making sure that it was spiritually sound and God-honoring. As they have served, there will be moments and there will be days ahead in which they, too, will lay down their staffs of shepherding. And their seasons will come to an end. And I don't know about you, but as, as, as you think about that, and you might be thinking, well, those, those endings, as natural as what you're saying they are, Monty, that, that sort of gives me a little sense of uneasiness or, or maybe a bit of sadness comes as I think about some of those coming to an end. But while that's true, and I think that's, that's to be expected, I want you to think about this, and I want your mind to see this. I believe today, even as seasons of service come to an end, we can be hopeful, and we can be excited in anticipation that new men and women will step forward and begin their own seasons of service in the very same way. That has to happen. And we're looking forward to you beginning your season of service. And, 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 and let me clarify something here. You know that we as, as ministers talk a lot about service, that we need to be serving the church, serving God, serving the kingdom. And, and that's true. But I want to I sort of bring you in a little tighter here this morning. Because what I'm speaking about specifically are, are, are men and women who can and are willing to accept the call to dedicate an extra measure of their life in service to Christ and His church. We're all servants, but I'm talking about those who can and will give an extra measure of their life in order to serve God and His kingdom in special ways. They're the next generation of shepherds. I'm talking about the next generation of deacons and preachers and teachers and missionaries and ministers and ministry leaders and, and, and ministry workers that now are working here in this congregation. Men and women who are willing to begin new seasons of greater responsibility and accountability and service to the king. And I have to say this, that while we anticipate that, and I hope you're thinking about that, I can tell you as one in my own season of service that there are times that this is challenging. There are times for your elders and, and, and deacons and ministers in which, which this seasons of service can be very, very challenging. But, but every one of us will tell you this one truth. There are no greater joys and no greater spiritual experiences than serving season after season for the cause of Christ. None greater. Yeah, they'll be challenging. 
but the rewards of glorifying God in service and blessing others, there's nothing like it. There's just nothing like it. So this morning, I do believe, I do believe that God is still calling people of faith, people of faith, to aspire to new, to be new shepherds, to aspire to be new deacons, to aspire to be our new teachers, to aspire to be our new preachers, to aspire to be our new ministry leaders, to aspire to dedicate themselves to, to, to specific areas of work within the kingdom. I believe God is calling for that even yet today. And I hope and I pray that there are hearts that are willing, that are willing and able to accept that call. And if you are, if you're willing and able to accept that call to your own season of dedicated service, let me give you these five, what I'm calling encouragements of willingness. First of all, if you're willing, then you need to seek wisdom on the hillside. If you're going to serve the Lord, what I'm saying is, is you're going to have to be willing to get up there with Him on the hillside. You're going to have to get up there with Jesus and listen to Him talk and reveal the truths of God. Get up there with Jesus and let Him shape your mind and let Him shape your hearts so that you can actually know and see what truth is. So that you can, can be able to disseminate and, and not always default to the thinking of this world and, and the thinking of the religions of this world, but you always find yourself centered in the transcendent wisdom of the divine. Be willing to sit on the hillside with Jesus, but also, if you're going to have a season of service, be willing also to sail with Jesus through uncertain seas. As, as the disciples of Jesus, those 12, found themselves out there being tossed to and fro, out there on that, that, that stormy sea, they came to this realization. If we're going to sail with Jesus, then we're going to have to trust him completely. We're going to have to trust him completely. And what they found out is that when they trust Jesus completely, that in their seasons of service, what they can count on is that Jesus will always bring them to a place where he will say, peace, be still. And he will always carry them through some of the most challenging circumstances they'll ever face in their lives. They've got to sail with Jesus and trust him. But you also, if, if you're going to, to pick up an assignment like this, if you're going to dedicate some of your life, a period of your life to, to, to the Lord in this way, you're, you're going to also have to be willing to wear the towel. You're going to have to be willing to wear the towel of humility 
You're going to have to be able to be like Jesus who comes to the upper room and he's not there for his ego to be satisfied and he's not there for his own personal agendas, but he's there to wash feet, to happily wash feet, to honor the value and the importance of everyone in the room. And so as we accept, if you accept that season of service, you must be willing to wear the towel. You have to be willing. If you say, if we say that we are servants of God, we have to also be willing to wear the towel of humility. We must bend ourselves into the posture of Christ who washes feet for the glory of God and for the good of others. Wear your towel in your season of service. And then, you're going to have to be willing, and and I hope you are, to have some bruised shoulders. You see, seasons of service can be very heavy. They can bring some abnormal difficulties and trials into your life. But I want you to know this, listen. But the bruises that they leave are not like the bruises, the ugly bruises of this life. The bruises that they leave are the beautiful marks of the cross of Christ that you have accepted to carry in service to him. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And if you're willing, we're going to have to ultimately complete the course. To be willing, like Jesus, to say at the right time, it is finished. To be willing, like Paul, to say, no, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course, and I have kept the face. Seasons of service, if you're willing, must be finished. We, too, must keep the faith. Don't let trials, don't let frustrations and the disappointments of uh, of this life unsettle and unsaddle you but instead be willing to endure to the very end. And then when you get to the end, you'll be ready to pass the torch to someone who's ready to begin. At this time of year, maybe you've seen it. I saw it in the paper the other day. Maybe you've already heard it. There's a sentiment out there, and it goes like this. Tis the season. Sometimes they say, tis the season to be jolly. Tis the season to give. And that's good. But I want to steal and borrow that, that, that sentiment for one moment. And say this. I believe tis the season to begin your season 
of service. Now, now is the time to be thinking about whether you can and whether you're willing to take up these special challenges and, and special assignments that go with kingdom service. Because you see, and I'm just being honest here, the church needs it. The church needs it now as much now as ever before. We are in our own season of challenge. Some from within and some from without. That's always been the case. The church needs it. But the church needs us if we're willing to have this season of service. They need us to seek the wisdom of the hillside. To sail with Jesus through uncertain seas. If we're going to have our season, we, we have to be willing to wear the towel and have bruised shoulders and to complete the course just like Jesus, just like Paul did and others who have served before us. And so my hope and my prayer this morning is that you are ready and you are willing to prepare your hearts in prayer to look out at the purposes of God that you may give yourself to. to. To speak to an elder or speak to a minister or ministry leader about what your desire is and then begin. Begin. For after all, tis the season to serve. Tis the season to serve. This morning, maybe you haven't begun one of those most important seasons of your life, the season of salvation, putting your faith in Jesus, confessing your sins, trusting in Him as your Lord, and then putting Him on in baptism. If you haven't done that, do that today and enjoy the fruit of salvation and eternal life. But for the rest of us, let's think about whether or not today might be the beginning of our new season of service. While we stand and while we sing.